Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, ladies, let's do this. (laughs) (sighs) I am so excited today. I really am. I, I always feel like the luckiest woman in the world to do this show because God just brings all the right people, these amazing people into my space. And today we have one of my favorite individuals in the universe, Ms. Debrina Jackson-Candy. Hello, Debrina. Hello. How are you? And and we're going to be talking about your Love Academy. Now, we spent the last hour with these three of these four ladies who were participants in your Love Academy over the last two Saturdays. You transformed our lives. Wow. Period. (laughs) A little little silence. Let that land. (laughs) And so today what we're going to be talking about with those listening is how to have your best relationships ever, best relationships ever. And so the first time I asked each of these ladies, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, Ms. Debrina, have you tell us who you are, what you do, your passion in life. And then if you can help to identify, just kind of share, what does it mean to be in a good relationship? Mm. A juicy relationship. Juicy, yeah, juicy, juicy. Um, Well, this is just so exciting to see some of the graduates from Love Academy 101. We did a virtual course via Zoom for the very first time, and um, I am deeming it a success based upon the response of of the participants and the level of engagement and how present um, everyone was and so attentive. but you know that's one of my commitments is to really introduce women to new paradigms that en- enable us to experience juicy lives where we are fully self-expressed where we are walking in our feminine power and feminine essence our natural divine god-given feminine flow where we are connected to our joy and we're experiencing prosperity and ease as a, as our of course mo and norm And so that requires that we really release um, a lot of the conditioning, the what I call generational and generational Mm -hmm. programming, and really elevate to a whole nother um, dimension that I call higher dimension living. And so in Love Academy, we shine the light on love relationships and covenant marriage and the faulty, flawed, and false beliefs that we've inherited, had installed, absorbed, seen modeled um, from various inputs, media, sitcoms, cartoons, toys. And we look at a new and different way of being and engaging. And in Love Academy, we focus on heterosexual male-female relationships. So. Um, How can we engage in a way to have juicy love relationships where we both are deeply satisfied, we both are experiencing deep fulfillment, and we both are fully self-expressed? That would be my definition of juicy Mm. relationships and marriage. 
Mm, ladies, are you loving that? Ladies, all heads are nodding. They're like, <laughs> yes, yes. That is juicy. That is juicy. So I'm going to have you guys do introductions again. I'm going to start with Dr. Perdita, since you did not join us in the last hour. And then we're going to come back around and, and, and have each lady introduce yourself. Tell us your name. What is your marital st- or your, your relationship status? Um, where are you located? And then what is that one thing, that one thing that you would say, I know now that I didn't know when I was 21, that one thing that you know about being a juicy woman that allows you to have these improved relationships. Miss Perdita. Wow, that's a tall order. That's a tall order. How, how long do I have? One minute? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got, we're going to okay. keep talking about it. Give, give, give us that quick version. Okay. What is that? You just drop in the first seed okay. and then we're going to uh, build on it. Okay, well, um, I'm, I'm Perdita Fisher. I'm a, a dentist. I've been uh, a dentist for 40 years, been married for 40 years. Um, I live in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, originally from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Wow, there were so many things. Uh, first of all, the idea that love is found uh, from Debrina's teachings, uh, which I read the Love Lies uh, years ago. Uh, sacred self-caring principles, all of which were new to me. I mean, you know, as a as an older, mature woman, you you learn things from your parents, your grandparents, your teachers, your aunties, and things that weren't spoken. Those were those mm-hmm. were some of the things. I've got yeah. many unspoken cues that were wrong, and I lived my life, my marriage. Um, Went through a really, really rough time. Um, but you know, the, I guess the most important thing is, of course, to to know yourself first, to to be in love with yourself first, not mm-hmm. just say the words, but to have the essence of really who you are before you can really connect with anybody. And that goes with mm-hmm. your girlfriend relationships or anything else, because otherwise it's going to be on shaky ground if you don't really get into yourself. And I didn't. I, I was looking for things outside of me, people outside of me, a man to fulfill me, to complete me, to do the things. Actually, when I married, I married because he had the qualities that I did. And I thought by connecting with him that that would be me. Wrong. I had an idea that I needed to get married when I was 25. Where that came from, I have no idea. So I chose the best out of who was who I, who was available at that time, who I'd been with. Okay, I'm 25 now. It's time. Okay, uh, yeah, you're you're it right now. You're you're at the top of <laughs> you're the top of my choices. So that's just one thing. And I know you know we'll get onto it more. I don't want to go on and on and on. But yes, there are so many things I've learned. And one thing that I would say to people in general is that. Don't ever think that you are too old or that there's an age barrier or the things that you can't learn from younger women, mm-hmm. from children, from anything in life. I mean, you know, when the creator has something for you and when you are seeking that, it will come to you. And no matter what form it is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, you just you have to be open enough to receive that. And so. Um, I have received that from Debrina as well as from the others on the, the in the academy. I mean, we learn so much from each other and from our experiences. So, right. Thank you. Oh my goodness, we love you. Woo! Yeah. This is how we this is how we celebrate each other. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> 
Can I just quickly add a point of clarification? Because you know when we talk about love relationships, I stop people in their trap tracks just to be sure we don't proceed another second without clarity. So yes. Dr. Perdita said one of the things she learned in the academy is that love is found. So that's one of the number one love lies. Life. that love is found outside of ourselves in a him or the other or Mr. Right or the soulmate. So for mm -hmm. those who are listening, he, who might not understand the concept of the faulty beliefs that I teach at the beginning of the course, I just wanted to reinforce that that's one of them is that love lie number one, love is found. So just wanted that, to say that well no, spoken, Dr. P, just wanted to clarify that. No, I, I appreciate you because yeah. again, we talked about love lies in the first session, but I'm really glad this is an independent standalone uh, hour show right now. And, and I would love for you to talk again, you talked about love lies. And as we talk about the left side, we were talking about from the workbook is the left side of the sheet, which is the love lives, the lies, the right side are the love truths. These are the these are the things that we walk in. These are the things that we should be focused on. This is what we should believe because we had a lot of faulty mm -hmm learnings please learnings growing up and so each of the ladies thank you for that debrina you're here to do just what you just did we need you to interject and course correct because we we all feel like we are semi-relationship experts now because you you you, you, you check it, right semi like you i mean to be to, to read your book to be to to have found such transformational clarity lady ladies tell me Let's talk about that real quick. I was going to end with it, but we're going to just start right here so people understand. What did these new revelations do for your life? Miss 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 Charity, tell us real quick. Well, what what did this do for you? And then I'm going to have each of you also clarify like like Dr. Perdita said. Yeah, absolutely. Um so as I said in the initial hour just to repeat, I did share that uh, one, two of the things that I felt I learned that were huge is uh, not only does a man uh, not complete you, that we as women are the completion, as Sabrina explains very eloquently. And then the other part is he should already know. Um, that's kind of like an automatic defense that I already had prepared to you. So I think Charity froze. Is she froze for you guys too? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So Miss, um, we'll, we'll let her come back in. Miss Jamie, same question. Introduce yourself again and tell us who you are, your marital situation, your, your relationship situation, and then what would you say you learned that 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 transformational point of clarity that now has improved your relationship just by improve, changing who you are and how you behave. T tell us about that. Well, again, it's um, I'm Jamie Smith from uh, California, and thank you so much for having me, Tracy. Um, and um, I've been in a relationship for seven years, as I sh shared earlier, and I think the thing that was transformational for me was um, the communication part, you know, being clear, you know, about what I want instead of, you know, just speaking in womanese, you know, we learning to speak in manese. Um, and you know, being specific. And I, and I had, I practiced yesterday after the, you know, class, like I said, I practiced with my little, with my little nephew and it was like, I got, I got immediate <laughs> results. <laughs> and then uh, my guy was at work and I sent him a text and I was like, when can I expect to get the blah, 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 blah from information from you for the letter you want me to type? And it was like, um, he didn't, um, 
texted me back. He picked up the phone and called me. I missed the call. But then when we were able to connect earlier, he's like, oh, I got your message and I will have it to you tomorrow. So, and I did say in the text today or, you know, tomorrow or Monday. And he said, oh, no, I'll have it to you tomorrow. He's sleeping now, but I'm sure it's either in, my, you know, he's well, but it'll be. But it was specific. And he just, he said, oh, you'll have it tomorrow. And I was like, this really, you know, I was like, this works. <laughs> so that's, I just want to tell Debrina, it really, I know it, you you said it and I believed it. But when I put it in practice, it really, you know, so that was my takeaway. And, you know, I, I want to just uh, uh, piggyback on Dr., what Dr. P said. Um, you know, if I could go back to, you know, being 21 and, you know, my, you know, putting myself first, you know, loving myself first, you know, you know, God is first and then myself, not other people. Cause I can't, I can't. And, and, you know, Debrina says it's within you, you know, not outside of yourself. And, you know, that was my takeaway and just not, I, I didn't have a lot of this model to me coming up you know you always you know you serve the men you know served you know the men and you take care of them and yes we do to a degree but not just to the extreme where you know I think our listener earlier where you do it to exhaustion where you're just like you know your feminine energy is exhausted and you don't have anything else to give so yeah love that I love that yeah, so, so much I love that um Debrina we've used the term Manese and womanese. Uh, I'm going to have you do a quick definition of those two things and why one works and one doesn't. Sure. So those are Debrinaisms that I made up to describe the style and way that women tend to communicate and the style and way that men tend to communicate. And they're very, very different. Um, but once we come into a love relationship, love relationship space or dating space or marriage space, those differences become amplified because now we have the addition of emotion. And so if I'm talking to women in my life and women, we tend to use 15,000 words a day versus men's 5,000 words a day. Um, I'm being understood. She's getting me. Um, I definitely conclude I'm being clear because she's confirming that she understands and she comprehends. Well, what we don't realize is that when it comes to now interacting with a man, we bring those same um, tendencies to the interaction. And then we wonder why we're not getting the response that confirms he understands and gets it. And then what we tend to do is make the man wrong or say he's not listening or he doesn't care. And we project all this stuff onto him that often isn't true. So, um, so I share some pointers in Love Academy and how to convert um, our um, native tongue of womanese mm -hmm. to manies. And we actually did a role play at the end of part one. So everyone could see in action how we as women are attempting to communicate with men, thinking we're being clear, thinking we're making requests, thinking we're being literal, direct, specific, and there's a clear action slash verb in our communication. And what it reveals is that we are not hitting those four key elements of manies. And so, for example, J Jamie showed, shared the story of just asking, in this case, she just put some of those into play. Okay, being direct and specific. And she put forth the question. Now, in womanese, 
she might have said, so wow, I really would like to get that letter done for you, really would like to get that information from you and never say, when will you get it to me? Or here's the request, would you get it to me tomorrow by three? So, um, and then what happens is women, we think we're being so clear. And, and so that, that's, that's kind of the Debrina-isms I made up around that, those, those communication differences. And, and it really makes a huge difference when you learn how to speak manese because speaking womanese, we work way too hard. We effort way too hard. It frustrates men because they want to get it. They want to please us. They want to execute the action. Um, and so we say that communication is the key. That's one of the false um, adages that floats around our pop psychology relationship world. And really it's not just that communication is the key. I could be speaking womanese to you and you still aren't comprehending. It's we both need to be speaking the same language, then communication becomes the key. So that's what womanese and, and manese is about. I love that. You, you talk about articulating what you want to experience, being very clear what you want to experience. We were going to Costco yesterday and I was like, honey, when we go to Costco, can you come around and open the door for me? It's like a little outing. You know what he did? He came around. It was so sweet. Closed the door, came in. We just held hands throughout. I mean, it like started this whole chain reaction of him being this. He's an English gentleman anyway, but it was just like this extra thing. I was thrilled. thrilled. <laughs> just a, it's, a, it's the little things, right? It's the little things. He's a sweetheart anyway, but it's like, wouldn't it be nice? Like we're going out. We don't go out as much now. Costco is an outing. Can we? It's a date. It's a date. Let's do this. <laughs> it was so romantic. I see, you know, put his hand around me. His hand was on my shoulder the whole time walking through Costco. My, you, what you said was, and this was my hardest learning was, you know, sometimes we're overly masculine, right? We're, we're, we're boss chicks who are used to running things. We're project managers and executives and leaders and business owners, and we're used to running things. Well, when my masculine energy met his masculine energy, it was never pretty. We love each other, we adore each other. It was never pretty, ever. And so what you taught me, can you tell me what you told Sean, who isn't here, but you talked about walking in and taking, taking off that extra masculine energy, like a coat at the front door. Can we talk about that? Yes. Um, and so just as a point of correction, when you make a request to a man, it's not, can you, it's not about his capability. Of course he can open a six pound door. It's will you, or would you? And I promise I did use wood. Thank you very much. A point of clarification. Honey, would you open the door for me when we come just, and he walked through his door and I smiled because he wasn't going to do it. I just smiled. <laughs> and he walked on over, graciously did it, closed it behind me, gave me that cute little week and we played with each other the whole way. Not really, but you know what I mean? We, we flirted, right, for the rest of the day. It was so cute. So anyway, yes. Um, uh, before you do, I'm sorry, I want to get to, let me, let me have S Summer do yes, a quick introduction. Yes, sorry, yes, Miss Summer, do your quick introduction, and then we're going to circle back and, and, and talk a little bit about what Debrina shares with us, you know, being our, in our most feminine self. What have you learned about being in your most feminine self that has helped you with improved relationships? 
Yeah, so I'm Summer, I'm 40 and I live in Austin, Texas. And the reason I signed up for the class is I really wrote to Debrina in my email that I needed to jumper cable my juicy womanness, right? So I felt like since COVID happened, I had lost some of the things Debrina had taught us. Like I was finding myself like struggling with communication, feeling like not feeling as joyful about like dating someone new. And so that was the real reason I signed up is I just felt like I need to like, even though COVID's going on and I know life has changed around us, I still can do really well and show up great for potentially, you know, new dates and new relationships. And so that was the big thing I was interested in. Um, as far as what would I tell my 21 year old self, I would tell my 21 year old self, choose men that choose you. I have spent a lot of time chasing men as Debrina talks to us about doing too much. Like I was a person texting you, I got free tickets. You wanna go to the jazz on the lawn with me. I've got, you know, this and that. And I was just always doing instead of being a gracious receiver. So one of my key takeaways is to learn to be a more gracious receivers. And if I can be transparent with y'all, like it's not just with men. My sorority sisters told me that I am not a very good about accepting any help. I mean, they literally had to threaten me when I was sick that they were coming to my house and I was opening the door. So I realized then after hearing Debrina talk about being a gracious receiver that I need to work on that space in my own life. I really need to work on being more gracious about receiving, uh, not just from gentlemen that I may be dating, but also just receiving from people in my life, period. Yeah. Ooh. I, love I love it. Okay, Debrina. Awesome. Hey, I, I love this. So <laughs> we, we ended the last column. I'm gonna kind of pivot you to two things. We okay. ended the last uh, session and I just highlighted the five S's on ways that we can increase our feminine energy. You talked about stillness, solitude, silence, sacred self-care, slowing down and spaciousness. Now, for people who have not been in your Juicy Woman University, who don't really get the whole concept of why these things are important, why self-love and self-care is so important, can you talk a, real, a little bit about that? about why that's so important. We had some lady call in, I don't think she's on the call anymore, Alicia, and she was struggling with, you know, feeling like this guy that she was pursuing basically. And so we went, that's how we were ended. We were coming back to her, tapping into her own self-care, her, her feminine energy. So can you talk about those five S's and why they're so important? Yeah, um, so the masculine energy question, you wanna circle back to that later about the coat and the metaphor. You, you, you wanna blend them in? So the feminine energy, masculine energy, I'll let you be the judge. Okay, so let me start with the masculine energy piece. I love and it. then I'll come back to the, the S's, the five. Actually, we had a bonus one, so six S's. Yes, the spaceship. Um, so I like to use metaphors where possible because oftentimes we think we already know, we think we already have stuff figured out, we've been on the planet 30, 40, 50 years, I already know this. So I like to use metaphors just to help drive home what I'm trying to teach, especially if it's from a new paradigm, which most of what I teach is. So I use the example of an overcoat. If you are outside in the elements and it's you know 37 degrees and you have this heavy thick coat on, it's appropriate in that environment and in that setting. But then when you cross the threshold into your home, whether you're in an apartment, whether you're in a traditional house, there is a coat closet that's right at the front door. The very first thing before the stairs, before anything, there's usually a closet because you just crossed into a new domain. And in that domain, the coat isn't necessary. So you take it off, 
and you hang it up. And when you go back out into that other domain called the outside or the 37 degree weather, you put the coat back on. So that overcoat is a metaphor for masculine energy. <clears throat> because we have both that circulates in our bodies, we are electromagnetic beings. But what can happen because of the posture in corporate America we have to take, the posture as business owners we have to take, the posture we have to take in higher education or military or athletics is that it can, it can um, intensify our masculine energy to the point where it's excessive and mm -hmm. it's like that coat where now we're crossing into a domain the love relationship space let's call that crossing the threshold into the love relationship space where we're engaging with men or a man or that whole romantic context that same coat that was so useful in other spaces now becomes a detriment and that excessive masculine energy, because it holds the same charge as the masculine energy that the male already is bringing, it's actually like putting the two ends of a magnet together and they bounce off each other and repel instead of how a magnet attracts iron filings. They have feminine and masculine energy naturally drawing themselves to each other. So <clears throat> we aren't aware often that we have this excess masculine energy. We just hear comments from men or we notice certain responses and no one's had conversations with us about energy. What all the relationship books talk about behavior, 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 do this, don't do that. So now we're talking about energy, huh? What? Isn't that um, new age? No, it's not new age. It's scriptural. Jesus was the ultimate new age or the ultimate metaphysician. But because of the, the ignorance in our teachings, we want to push it off and say that's new age and then demonize it. No, it's part of the mysteries of this beautiful universe and earth that we're part of. So, so with that said, women will say, well, how do I decrease that excessive masculine energy that's showing up in this particular space. Well, first of all, realize you can take it off like you would a coat, literally. Oh, in this space, all that isn't necessary. Let me shift. Here goes the coat. Let me soften. Let me slow down. Let me shift into, instead of the taskmaster action mark off the boxes, now let me shift into being a gracious receiver. Now let me make some requests. Now let me move with more grace, which we can do in any space. And so, but for those of us who it might be a little bit um, challenging to just take that coat off because now it's become soldered, you know, <laughs> to our shoulders. Right. Um, that's what those, those five S's are about to, um, okay, so what are the things I can work on? Okay, so stillness. All right, well, that means sit down and don't move. Okay, be still. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> because feminine energy likes an opportunity to get grounded and centered. So to just hold still does a lot. And can I pause you at each one at each one of these? Oh, the cool. concept of stillness. So ladies, I, I think it's important for us to just pause. How many of you have found this to be transformational how many of you because if you think about the juicy woman university you you've been around and she talks about ripping and running how many have found the importance of stillness i know for me it was huge 
Anyone else want to share? That was huge for me. I'm used to just like ripping and running, which Sabrina talks about learning to be still. And so for me, it's really been able to also start setting up boundaries around like my still time. So I'm one of those people, like you ask for something, I'm just going to say yes. Like, oh, you need something? Sure, I can do it. Or, oh, the community, you know, thing I'm on, board I'm on, need something else? Sure, I'll do it. And I realized like, you know, I'm giving away all of my still time. Like there is no time now left to be still. And so for me, it's really been more about putting a little bit more boundaries around it and being okay with, I don't have to explain to people why I'm saying no to their thing, right? Like it's okay for me to have summertime and not have to be able to say summertime yes to everybody else. <laughs> summertime, we love <laughs> That is so cute. What about you, Jamie and Dr. Padita? This concept of stillness, was that important to you? Did you, did you find that you, um, you had that as an issue? Oh yes, for me, um, I'm, I've always been busy, <laughs> busy doing, busy doing, 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 and not being, as we said, being versus doing. So being has been a goal of mine. Even my mother um, at age 90 said, when are you going to stop? When are you going to mm -hmm. sit down? When are you mm -hmm. going to slow down? When are you going to stop ripping and running and doing this and being on this committee and this board and in this dental and in this organization and in this and doing a new business and doing, you know, and so the doing is really, um, yeah, that's a, that's a biggie. That's a biggie for me. And um, even during this, this time, um, you know, of COVID an opportunity to just, to just slow down, um, you know, not mm -hmm. driving so much and not doing things, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll get to some of the, the others too, because even, um, with my husband now, he notices, you know, when it's my meditation time, you know, sometimes he'll come and then he'll like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'll come back later. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, you got him trained well. So, I love it. <laughs> so he, know, love he knows that, okay, that's, um, that's my, t that's, that's my time. And when I go into that room and that door closes, uh, that's, you know, no, don't disturb me right now. I love it. And that goes to to S number two, which is solitude, learning how to relish your own energy and your own company. Tell us more about that S, Sabrina, yes. solitude. Mm. Well, it, it's, it's no small feat to learn how to shift from such an external focus, especially in a capitalistic culture that's all about pursuit and chasing profit and money mm -hmm. and a materialistic culture um, that says it's the things outside of you that have validity in that matter. And you want to accumulate as many of those as you can to finally be happy. So all that programming and conditioning that supports those life lies, <clears throat> those life lies, um, it's a strong undertow. So then to recognize that all that I am seeking, searching, chasing, yearning, can be cultivated and discovered and found in the relationship that I am in with self is profound. And so to get to the point in your concept of self, your honor of self, you're considering self um, valuable, worthy, a masterpiece that's in always constant refinement and evolution um 
to come to the realization that I can revel in my own company, that I really dig my own energy and that I am complete in that solitude without having to do anything or have another second being in my space is huge because everything in our programming is to the contrary. So the reason that matters, especially when it comes to love relationships, if I've already discovered the, 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 the delight in my own energy and my own company, and I am complete in that with, with or without an addition of another being's energy to it, then when another being shows up, whether it's even a, a same uh, a, a girl feel, girlfriend relationship, the possibilities just became greater because I'm not looking to her to provide something I haven't already experienced and know that I have available to me right here. So now the possibilities can be greater and go higher. Same thing with a man. So many men feel the energy of the grasping and the clenching at them and they don't know what it's coming from but they absolutely feel it and they say that in mentality my men only love relationship course and so if they were dealing with women that had already discovered the deliciousness of their own energy with self they wouldn't feel that coming at them because they're trying to get to that place of, of um, peace and uh, inner relaxation in the spirit through them instead of it already being experienced. And so that relationship, the relationship with men can now have new possibilities because we're not having the clinch I want something from you so I can experience something. I'm already experiencing it. And so you're adding to the solitude and the peace that I've already discovered that's not dependent upon you. Debrina, Debrina, all heads are nodding. <laughs> this is the amen corner. All amen. heads are nodding. I think this might be the single most <laughs> profound. The three things you just talked about, this concept of letting go of your masculine energy, tapping into your feminine energy, attracting others through your own self-love and self-care it's amazing yeah. it's simple yeah. yet profound oh why why are our heads nodding jamie why were you nodding your head <laughs> no, because you know what i've uh, i guess i couldn't didn't put it all together before and debrina has done that with the love academy and just the 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 just just she how she goes into it deeper because I've never really had an issue with solitude. I could go to the movies by myself. I could go and have dinner by myself. I could just go and hang by myself. I even used to go sometimes when I was in, in college, I would go out to the club by myself and people are like, you going by yourself? I didn't need an entourage because I was comfortable with self and then I would meet other people. And then they'd be like, hey, didn't I see you? And you know, I'm like, but it was just, you know, and then that that energy that I had, it would attract different people. And they were like, look, I guess they were looking around for the crew and there was nobody. It was just me. And I and, and it felt good to be in that space. And as soon as we're out of COVID, I think I got to do it again. So, uh, again, I just haven't been able to lately. But, you know, but I do the issue, too, was how to balance it out, because then I get to the point where I'm just doing, doing, doing. And then I get to the point I don't need I, I, I just don't want to be around anybody. I'm good. And I don't want to be in that space to where, again, going back to 
my feminine energy is depleted. So then I don't want to be around anybody. That's not, you know, so I need to find that healthy balance with it. You, you know what I mean? With the solitude piece. So that's why I was nodding my head. <laughs> I, I love that. So Debrina, we're going to have you and everyone else. I'm going to have each of you. I'm going to read four of the related love truths and have you all respond. Basically, I am the completer. Operating the that that's a love truth. I am the completer. I'm not incomplete. I am complete, and I am the completer. You said you, we're magnetic. Men mm -hmm. are attracted and drawn to us as we amplify our feminine energy effortlessly. That's the word that I love the best. Yeah. When you love yourself, men are attracted to us. Yes, attracted yes. to us. I love that. I love that. You know, we know as women, we know how to activate the best and highest qualities that are often lying dormant. I love that little piece. In a man, using our tongue, our voice, and our inflection, using ourself as a blessing and a gift. Mm. And mm. you said, Debrina, we set the pace and the tone in the domain of the love relationship. All of that is power. That is all control, ladies. Come on now. What do you got to say about that, Debrina? Let us just sit back and revel in the beauty of that. <laughs> All of that. And our energy and our feminine radiance. So feminine radiance is a very real resource, right? When we see a pregnant woman, we often see that radiance because of the extra life force growing in her body called the baby. And we call, oh, that pregnancy glow. Mm -hmm. But the great news is that you don't have to be pregnant to generate that luminosity. It is a gift that's unique to the woman. And so our radiance can be on or that light can be snuffed out. And to the degree that we're not doing what feeds our feminine essence and our feminine core, and we're not living from the sacred self-caring consciousness, it tends to dim and turn out that radiance. Mm -hmm. So the radiance is also a very important resource that most of us have not had available to us to notice the impact it has on the male spirit. It is soul food for the male spirit. And men are used to, as women have kids, especially we start continue to do, 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 do. Oh, Charity's back, hey. Yes. <laughs> and as we continue to do, 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 what happens is that once you're about 35 and older, especially the light's gone. And so we will say things like, oh, you know, um, men like younger women because um, maybe they don't have as much cellulite or their body. <laughs> no, it's usually that their radiance is still on. So we can reignite that radiance. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, the ember is still there. It just needs some sacred self-care consciousness blown on it. Mm. So, um, so it isn't just our tongue, right? Using our tongue as a blessing and not a weapon. It isn't just that, that unique feminine inflection that we can do in our voices, but it's also the energetic package that we are, including that radiance that all is extremely powerful in the relationship space. And unfortunately, we've experienced more the negative use. <laughs> yeah. so ladies. Um, right, versus the positive use. So ladies, how many of you, raise your hands, 
have feel transformed. And let's talk about this transformation. Hearing what she's talking about, you have full control over having the best relationships of your life. Now that you know the power that you possess, yes. you know the truth versus the lies. Hold up that book again, Love Lies Charity. Which one of y'all have that real quick? The Love Lies, people. The Love Lies. Love Lies. Really, I mean, we're love transformed. It's, it's, it's literally Preach, miraculous. Preach, Tracy. Each of us think we're, we think we're relationship experts now, I'm telling you. We're like, girl, that's one of the Love Lies. We're like, what? Just get the book. We had someone call in. Her name is Alicia. We gave her your, 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 um, we said, you can find, we, we, we shared our insights because, again, we think we're relationship experts now. But we also, but, and each of us got something different from, from the experience because we each had different spaces where we needed to fill our cup. So I think we each tell a slightly different story with new truths, with a new paradigm. But we did refer her to the milliondollarmentor.net. Which is your website. So for anyone else who's trying to find and reach Debrina, it's milliondollarmentor.net. That's how they can find you. So uh, Miss Charity just joined us. Charity, do a quick another introduction. Tell us who you are, your relationship status, and then tell us what is that one thing that you believe has transformed you and your life as it relates to you just being a, a, a juicier woman who can now manifest anything you want in your relationships. Thank you so much, Tracy. I apologize. I had a bit of a technical difficulty, oh, but I, I'm so grateful for, um, you know, Debrina and the Love Academy because it's helped awaken an aspect of me that I've kind of had hidden. So I appreciate like the book. It shed light on some, you know, thought limiting beliefs I may have carried with me in my relationship. So like love line number eight, assuming he should know already. That's what I was trying to say initially. Um, as far as my introduction, I am in New Jersey. I am single, um, as I like to say by choice. And, um, you know, I, I also feel the whole point about completing that the women are the completion as opposed to, um, you know, the man completes you. That's another love lie that, um, I wish I knew when I was 21 years old. So just to clarify that <laughs> from the earlier uh, the earlier uh, broadcast, but I, I just feel like there's so many nuggets to take away how we are the activators of men's behavior and how we're able to really own our power. And it's it's a shared experience in that relationship. And that's what makes it juicy and special. It's not about like a struggle between, oh, he's just doing that because he doesn't know. It's more like we can change that narrative as women. And in a, in a way, it's our responsibility to love ourselves, love on ourselves and give ourselves that happiness and that love that we think that we need in someone else. So that was a great takeaway for me. And um, I'm so happy to connect with all you wonderful ladies. And I look forward to uh, the next part. So the 201. <laughs> so let's <laughs> talk real quick. Finale. I love that. Anyone else want to share anything about those? Uh, again, our ability to attract, our luminosity, our ability to, to, to literally have the best relationship of your life now, now that you understand some new truths. I think for me, I'll share one thing. Uh, for me, what was really powerful is when Debrina had us make the list of what we're looking for in a man. And so I'm so used to other relationship coaching I've gone to, other classes I've gone to. We make the list, we talk about the list. But what I really enjoyed that Debrina did that really resonated with me is not just make the list, 
but also rate myself in those same areas. And when I did that, I didn't actually score a 10 in any of the top five things I'm looking for in or would desire to have in a future mate or a future man. And so it made me really reflect like, I could work on those areas for me, right? Like, and be a little more gracious too when I meet men, realizing that I'm not a 10 in any of these top five things that I would like as well. Um, and so that was eye-opening because I think for me personally, I was always thinking like, I'm a 10 in growth mindset or I'm a 10 in <laughs> active relationship with God. And then Debrina started asking some questions and I was like, oh, well, mm, I, don't, mm, I don't know if I would do that. Like, I would be the person to be like, I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure. So that made me really mm -hmm. just look at myself and say, well, Summer, if you aren't a 10 in some of these areas, maybe you can work on that right now. now I know Jamie and Charity, they each love this part of the exercise as well. Would, would any of you want to share your thoughts about this exercise and why was it so important? Um, for me, it would just let me see again, areas that I really thought that I was <laughs> further along than I was, you know, I was really like, okay, you really need to work on this area, especially when we started talking about wanting a spiritual man. And then I was like, how much time are you really spending? And I do, you know, do devotionals daily, but how much, how much time do I spend just listening to God and receiving from him, what I really need to, you know, take from that, that, that lesson that day, that devotional that day and take it into my life. And then, you know, enhancing my relationship, you know, am I really spending that quality time saying, okay, I want this, this and that from him, Lord, but okay, I'm just doing rushing through and I'm not spending quality time writing in the journal and reflecting on those things and then activating them. My big thing, and we did this and activate, that's a whole nother class. <laughs> anyway. All um, kind of lessons. <laughs> way, but my big takeaway from all of this too was, I was I'm, I'm at the point where I'm tired of take, getting the information and not activating it in my life. That's, that's the big takeaway for me. You know, and how am I going to activate this and walk in it, walk in all of it? Yeah. That, that's it. Anyone Ooh. else want to share the, the, their ability and need to walk in? But absolutely, that is that's that's key because, um, you know, just like studying school, like I said, in you know, in, in dental school, they could give me techniques and principles and everything, but actually, until I actually got to work on a patient and actually mm -hmm. apply what I had learned, mm -hmm. it, you know, it just, it wasn't going to go anywhere. And it's the same thing um, with this. We have to, we have to listen and we have to hear and we have to internalize, you know, where we start first. I mean, it's not, it didn't all happen overnight. It's not all going to mm -hmm. change overnight, but where am I going to start? Where is the the most impact that I'm going to have and I'm going to apply it. As I said, I've read Debrina's books and I, you know, said, oh, but I didn't, you know, the, the reality is I didn't apply them consistently. Mm -hmm. um, that was the key. I didn't take one and break it down and say, okay, this is me. I'm looking in the mirror. I see me clearly and not the other people around me because it's always good to say, you know, well, it's him, um, you know, my need to be right, or I'm repeating myself. Well, I'm repeating myself because he's not understanding me. I'm not clear in what my request is. When I got clear, I did it just the other day. Um, he's been away, my husband's been away out of the country since March. Mm -hmm. And I just asked him a simple thing. I said, will you, you know, when I send you this, will you let me know, give me a response that you have received it 
and that you understand so that I'm not sending you additional information that you don't want or need. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes. And then he's also, he's been giving me compliments. We were on a, a Zoom call with other people. He just said, you know, I just have to say, I couldn't have done any of this, you know, without my wife, she's done this. And then he sent me a, a text again today, just, I mean, just complimenting me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I love this. I think we're all like so loving this right now. So do me a favor, ladies. We we all getting excited here. We have we have seven minutes left basically in this in in this okay. session. And I think what's been what's happening is, which is what I wanted us to do a little bit of, is to love upon Debrina. And I feel like we're talking about reading a book is not the same as going through an experience. We do. She has amazing books. So she has the Love Lies. I'm gonna hold up this one. She has. Uh, Sacred Pampering Principles. You have another book, Debrina. What is it called? All the Joy You Can, you can Stand. stand. I don't All have the it. Joy You Can great. Stand. Ladies, okay. if you're watching this, whether you're a man or a female, Debrina Jackson Gandy is one of my favorite people because, again, we're all on a similar journey in life. My, my, my journey is around how to help people move from knowing a thing to doing a thing. We all have areas in our life that we can improve. And when you when you have these experiences, these transformational experiences, reading the books are amazing. So by all means, and finding Debrina on milliondollarmentor.net, absolutely transformational. And, and again, none of us, are, we're not paid to have these conversations. We're, we're literally saying, boy, I wish I could talk to my 21-year-old self. We're all saying, I wish I could go back in time. The gift to you, the gift to the universe is basically saying, here's what we know. Here's how we can help you, our, our, everyone else in this world, right? So I'm going to ask each of you to show Debrina a little love, but also put it out there as a, as a declaration to, to those who might be listening, whether it's the younger people in your life, the younger people around the world. What, what else would you share about being your best self, living your best self life and having the best relationships of your life and why this type of transformational paradigm is so important. I'm gonna go over I, to you, Miss Miss uh, Jamie, yes. I, I, You know what, uh, for me with Debrina, we go way back. She and I shared a, a few weeks ago on the phone, we go way back. Um, and I was a part of the first, you know, Love Academy and Things have elevated so much. It's been, what, 10, 15 years or something like that. It has just elevated to a whole nother level for me from then to now and being older. And I, I would just tell anybody, you know, if you're not sure, if you want, you know, clarity, if you want it real and uncut and honest, she's the person that you need to connect with, you know, um, she, you know, and I, and I'm so grateful for her and, um, I'm just looking forward to um, when I can take 201 so I can just apply even more principles. I mean, it's 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 just fascinating. It's been life-changing. And um, again, if I had been able to activate it then, what I knew, what, what I got from her before and now, I, I, I would have just been so further along. So I, I just hope any of the younger people listening, get it now, sweetheart. I would say, get it now. <laughs> I love, love, love this because you're basically saying you were part of the original Love Academy. When was that, Debrina? When did you host Love Academy number one? Uh, August. And the one, the first one outside of Washington State where I lived, Jamie was part of that and part of the first 201. So that was uh, October of 2009. 
Wow. So and what was exciting about this is we're all lifelong learners. So you yeah. got some juiciness yeah. out of that. You've scored it out. You, you've evolved your relationship. And now <laughs> you're getting, you're taking it to the next level. Debrina, you're all about elevating, elevating expectations, elevating activations, elevating who we can be in the relationships we can have. And anyone else want to share to Debrina? You don't get to speak anymore, Debrina. We're going to love you up. Um, <laughs> Charity, <laughs> Charity, what would you like to say about how being in, in, in this space mm -hmm. with Debrina has transformed you and your life? Well, well, firstly, I just want to say I'm thankful for the community because Debrina attracts such high value women that are so well established in a variety of fields and doctors, entrepreneurs, all kinds of successful women in corporate. And it's very inspiring to me as someone that is, I guess, a millennial, you can say. And I think that for me, I did have Debrina's um, book years ago for the sacred uh principles, the self-care principles. And um, I was very connected to her work at that time. I had no idea that, you know, many years <laughs> later now that I would have the privilege of um, working with her in the group setting. I hope to at some point be able to connect with her individually um, for coaching, but I'm more, I'm more newer to working and experiencing her in the, um, the group coaching setting, but I appreciate um, even in Activate. I know a lot of information, but it didn't mean that I necessarily was understanding how to activate it. And in particular, mm -hmm. the love lies, when she said that the Holy Spirit spoke to her about these love lies, I knew that there's definitely a connection there because that's how I felt as well. Um, some of these revelations are some of the same things that I feel like God had already revealed to me and me taking like time off from dating. And it just was heightened, a heightened sense of awareness. Um, my word for the year is elevation. So I feel like it's great that I'm able to connect with her. And she has a lot of, um, a very uh, bright energy that she brings into the space. So it makes her really stand apart from other people doing the same thing. You don't really hear information like this, that the woman is the completion. And I grew up in a very, <laughs> very strict religious home. So hearing it retold, um, you know, I'm, I'm told more so stay at home, you know, and wait on the Lord. <laughs> so I love it. Paradigm is, 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 is a new challenge, but I'm right? happy about it. I love it. Miss Summer, we got, we got one minute left, 30 seconds. What would you say to Debrina about, and to others about how you've been transformed? 30 seconds. Um, in my 30 seconds, I would just say that Debrina is one of those folks that just gives you a lot of like powerful knowledge that you can put into action. So if you're willing to do the work, you're really going to see yourself differently. And you don't even have to go back to 21. Like I met Debrina three years ago, and I feel I'm dating better today than I even dated three years ago. So if you just wow. want to even see yourself improve, take her mm -hmm. class, get involved, and then use the things. Like you can't just put it on a shelf, like use them and I you love see it. some changes. I love it. This is Tracy Harrell. We are at time. This is a bit after. Absolutely amazing. Debrina, anything you want to say? Anything you want to say, Debrina, as we close out? MillionDollarMentor.net is how they find you. It's all been said. Thank Amen. You. Amen. Thank you. Woo! Love Academy 201, October. Love Academy 201. October 31 and November 7, but you got to have done 101. 